I watched the fights. I saw the saddest thing I've ever seen, which was Chucky Olives try to break through the barricade and get his entourage invited through. And the UFC was like, I'm sorry, man, you lost. You don't get that privilege, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the cage. I am your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Rafa Sparza, whose voice is back to 100%. Rafa, how you doing? I'm good. I wouldn't say it's 100%, but it's there. If this was six months from now, Rafa would be like, I could do 1% better. There's a complex <laughs> about this that's hilarious. It's like, you're back to normal. You so. know that I don't do well with percentages yeah, because I always compliments. think. Yeah. I always think to myself, it's not 100. It's closer to 92% if we're being honest. Friday night, wife handed me a uh, fall sangria. I got the text. Mm. It's not winter sangria. Jackass. Wow. As I announced to you, fall sangria. I was like, what makes it fall? She's like, the colors. I was like, absolutely. <laughs> it is witchy. It's almost Halloween. And we had one of the best fight cards ever. And I don't even want to. We're going to talk about Anderson Silva versus Jake Paul and the fact that Le'Veon Bell, someone who didn't help me defeat Raph in fantasy football the way I needed him to a few years ago. But first, we got to recap the fights. Raph, you left us on a cliffhanger. You were headed to a baby shower that had a different time zone. We have a few bets here I'm staring at. One I'm wishing I had back, and one you are spot on with. What do you think retrospectively did you get to see the fights or were you at a baby shower uh so i was a little late and as a result of it i was not they can relate to that wink (laughs) i was not as good of a watcher as i normally am at the baby shower or the ufc's oh shit i forgot that i was supposed to buy tickets today (laughs) Ah, shit. I was supposed to try for AEW tickets. God damn it, Kevin. What did I do? Uh, No, I just... Someone messaged me being like, yo, did you get those tickets? And I literally looked down and I go, oh, that was today. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) COB? Nothing Uh, yet. In Beijing, maybe, uh, tomorrow? I also have to message someone else. Uh, Did you... AEW tickets? Because, uh, unfortunately, the person I am messaging right now about it is a pothead and i bet you he will explain that he was the high all right kevin back to your question um yeah i wasn't the best watcher today uh or this weekend i saw bits and pieces of things uh i was definitely watching in route to the shower the main event which made me very sad and by the time we get there kelly doesn't quite put together what's happened So Kelly sees the table of the MMA guys. She looks at all of us and she goes, the fuck's wrong with you all? All guys go, "Eh." and I go, was it the whole Peter Yawn and Sean O'Malley thing? "Eh." Okay. You guys just (laughs) bummed around with everything. And Kelly like takes the hit and goes, did all of the bad guys win? And the whole table goes, yeah. Yo, all of the unders won, Raph, except for one. I almost texted you. I was like, except for Dillashaw and Oliveira, it was a under sweep, including whatever the fuck happened to Brady when Muhammad knocked him out in a flurry of punches, and I saw it all from Shook again. For a lot. 
Can I make uh, a uh, note here? It, was it just a bad week for Brady's? It was a terrible week for Brady's. We're getting divorced. We're struggling to make fights. We're getting our shit kicked by Bilal Muhammad, which, again, Raffin, there's record of it, so I don't have to beat it up, but I am on record being like, why do I love all of the unders? This isn't great, meaning why do I love everyone that's favored and, and giving plus money in Vegas? There was a plus... Dariush, this is where I want to start, if you're cool with it. I want to do the whole card, but I want to start with Dariush. Okay. Fucking mean. Like, just vicious beatdown. And it was a close fight from what Gamrot was trying to do, but Dariush looks ready for the whatever's next. And whatever's next seemed to be greeting him because they gave him some hype, and he looked great. Only bummer, Raph. Mm. And, uh, no, I, first I want to shout out... Who's that thing you sent me right before the show started? I, I, no, I got it. Grips oh, for no, God no. at shout out because they had a Jesus meme that would have just really played well. It started with Hopkins, the Chargers kicker, talking about Jesus. And then I heard Darius just really take over the mic. He was like, I just have one thing to say. Jesus is amazing. And I wasn't expecting it. Thought he was going to say, I have one thing to say. You shouldn't have had me plus 180 in Vegas. It's unbelievable. I'm here to fight for freedom. But that is not what happened. He is there no. to fight for Jesus Christ. So shout out to our new followers. They were not the only Jesus shout out of the night, Ref. I find it so remarkable that a Twitter handle by the name of Grips for Jesus saw my handle on grappling hour and said, yeah, no, this is the guy. If only they'd heard our previous interviews with Yoel Romero. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Maybe it's progressive. They did. They're listeners. I like it. But it is fairly remarkable, Kev, to sit here and, and tell you, all right, Benil looked good. Uh, it thwarted off some. Looked amazing. Right. He did. He did. So I'm just I'm of the mindset, Kevin, that it was it was good. It was good to see him there. Um, you did mention uh, Sean Brady. Not a good night for him. Got his um, ass kicked. Got effed up. How would you rate the striking of Bilal Muhammad, though? 20. What's the scale? Yeah. He out knocked out Sean Brady. He was it was good. And they showed a clip of him before where I had that moment where I was like, fucking love Muhammad in these fights and I bet against him and I'd like to apologize Mm. to Muhammad franchises the family of Bilal Muhammad uh, people that knew him or trained him early I feel like it was me Mm. I had a moment to do the right thing and you know what I didn't do? What's that? The right thing. No. That was bet on Bilal Muhammad I could feel it deep in my soul. He was going to have a moment and he knew it more presently in his fists. Mm. That was dope. Knocked out Sean Brady, who was a plus two, a minus two fifty favorite. It's mm. it's a, a big number out in Vegas number. to knock it out. And in this case, it was like one thirty p.m. Or excuse, I was even earlier. It was like twelve thirty p.m. <laughs> it's great. It was right as college football started. It was awesome. It was pretty remarkable and. My favorite was after the the wedding. You know why I knew the, it was mm, early, Raph? Mm. You told me. 
the week yes. before. You were like, this is a weird time. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> My favorite reaction was from Kelly, where after we finished with the baby shower, she looked at me and she goes, what are we doing now? And I go, well, there are no fights. And she's like, yay, we get to do things. And I go, yeah, we do. So, uh, and you know what's really sad? We had the option to do things and we elected to come home and get takeout food and just chill. But we were just both relieved to not be on duty so that we were like, God, I'm so tired from work. We get to actually rest. What was the takeout food for? Uh, Pad Thai. Oh, uh, yeah. She got like a huge spread. Uh, Pad Thai, Pad um, some dumplings, uh, fried rice. Just she went to town on on ordering. And I said, you know what? Do it till your heart's content. I'm good with this. Fat kid points restored to you, Raph. And oh yeah, I just uh, we took somebody out, a buddy of mine, for lunch before we left a, a work thing, and um, it was an Indian place. My friend's like, you know, I don't really usually eat Indian food. It was like, what? I was like, you <laughs> love food though, and he goes, yeah, just not Indian food. I was like, I'm gonna have to deduct fat points from your card. <laughs> he was like, I understand. I'm very sorry. This <laughs> is just a moment where it was like, well, let's just never talk of this again. Yeah, that's but he did. He was like, but that said, that place was awesome. I was like, oh, okay, cool, <laughs> cool. But you and I would we just for the audience purposes, Raph and I would let each other know if one of us yeah. came on. It was like, you know what? I don't like donuts. What is your fucking oh, problem? Like, there let's would be, do there this. Would be some fisticuffs. Yeah, tacos after training. Uh, overrated. <laughs> what? I tell people all the time, I will judge them very severely on the types of foods that they are consuming and the fatness in which they do it. And they'll tell me, they're like, well, don't you train and all that? I was like, I train to eat. You train to be skinny. We are not the same. And when you go train with Raph, it's like an Anthony Bourdain episode before he passed. It's he Raph trains you out, gets you all tired. You meet a famous comedian. Next to know you're eating late night tacos. It's like, the thing you don't understand about this taco stand is that this woman's been making tacos for over 50 years. Lupita has been here and has been a staple of the Los Angeles County area for over 30 years. I've known her for four, but she's my best friend. Tequila, tacos. What could go wrong? <laughs> Zooms in. Uh, it was an unbelievable night for man and Farat. Who for a for real? It's so hard. She's a beast. She won in demanding fashion. She was part of the decision brigade because outside of Bilal Muhammad, uh, there was one submission way early on. Makhev versus mm-hmm. Malcolm mm-hmm. Gordon. He armbarred him. Every other undercard decision ref. Yeah, that was deeply overshadowed by how badass these fights were. So we started with Darius. That was a great fight. I'm going to move backward in time a little bit for you. She really beat the hell out of Shook again. It was a good fight, though, but it wasn't a close fight necessarily. 28-29, like, good fight. Sean O'Malley steals the show mm. by, in my opinion, kind of really weathering some Peter Yawn takedowns and some amazingness, but just... You and I have talked about this a lot, and it always upsets me when we get to this moment where it's like, who's the person that won the fight? Is it the person whose eye is bursting blood and is covered in it? 
and is only here today because we ended this fight two minutes before we did? Or is it the person that they got taken down a few times? The UFC usually gives rewards to the person that got taken down, regardless of if they were effective or not. I liked the decision. I stand by it so much before I ask you what your thought is. But Sean O'Malley beat the ever-living shit out of Peter Yawn. Fucked him up. And at one point, I could see a just string of wink blood go firing from Yawn's head onto (laughs) Sean O'Malley and thought... Sean won the fight. This fight is, if one of the categories is, could you survive if the category was blood loss? Petrion was wiping shit from his face with both gloves, Raph. It was sad. Did you see this fight? What did you think? Didn't see it. Waiting to see it. Have a lot of people send me thoughts about it. Oh, my God. It's a good fight. It is back and forth. It is violent. It is positional. There is a lot of wrestling and turnarounds. Uh, Sean does get knocked down at one point, and I thought he was going to lose the fight, but he didn't lose the fight at the end of it. And round five is the decisive one when Sean hits him and opens up Mm. an eyebrow, aggressively opens it up, and from there you can't even see what's happening. There's too much blood. Yeah, it's hard, man, because I was looking at it and I I told people, I'm like, I can't render a good decision. Like, honestly, just from not watching it, I have to go see it. And after then and only then, Kevin, can I say, OK, I get it. I have an opinion. But I was putting up the memes. And as a result of that, when I share them on the Instagram stories, people are telling me they're like, oh, I think this guy lost his fight. I think this guy won. And I go, I didn't see it. I'm just sharing the meme and being a. I guess a conversationalist. Please don't yell at me. I didn't make it. So we, we had those kind of moments. I would like to move up to the card now, but Peter Yawn lost that fight and he knows he lost that fight and shot O'Malley won that fight and he knows he won that fight. Aljamon Sterling versus TJ Dillashaw. I sent you a message <laughs> during yes. this fight. I just had rotator cuff surgery. My rotator cuff was so fucked up <laughs> That the d- surgeon said he went to put his tool in it to see how big the hole was and if it was there, mm-hmm. and his tool just dropped right through my rotator cuff. There was nothing left. Yeah, yeah, just sew it back in, add a little bit. I had a healthier shoulder than T.J. Dillashaw when he walked in the cage. You did send me that, and I thought about it so much after you sent it to me. Where I go, I think he's the most accurate in saying this. My shoulder wasn't, it was coming out of socket, but not frequently. Right. So that's a pretty painful endeavor to have it put back in. It means you have some real shit wrong with your fucking shoulder. He got sneezed on and his shoulder popped out of the sack. There was so much preparation. There was so much to this fight. So without getting into one minute, maybe two minutes in, Algernon Sterling takes him down. TJ Dillashaw can't move his shoulder from there on. He's grimacing. He's in pain. He's screaming uncontrollably. The broadcast picks it up immediately. It's one of the very few things they picked up immediately. They get it. They see it. It's Everyone knew. Daniel Cormier is like, TJ Dillashaw wanted to pull me aside Tuesday. He wanted to pull me aside. I didn't, I didn't have time. I was like, what were you doing? 
He didn't explain, by the way, Raph. He just said he didn't have time. And then he goes, I never talked to him. It's like, boy, you're great at your job, fuckface. Everyone that has ever done this from a professional lens is like, I hate you so much. Like, of course you didn't. You were like, where's the buffet? You got lost. They had a cake for you. I don't know what happened, DC. But one of the main events was like, can I talk to you? And you forgot to find him later? Dynamite journalism work. You might call it professional journalism work from DC on that one. He really put the gut work in. He just tells us passively on the broadcast, I didn't, you know, I never met with him. Maybe he wanted to tell me about how fucked up his shoulder was. And DC, to his credit, did follow up in the post-fight interview with the loser where he was like, you wanted to talk to me, TJ? Was it about your shoulder? TJ, you could tell, was like, yeah, I was kind of hoping you'd link it to ESPN before, <laughs> but, you know, your fat ass didn't have time to make it over. You got tired or whatever, and this, it was a he and Paul Felder show, Raph. At one point, Paul Felder's like, at the end of a fight, he goes, it could be a decision. It could be a split decision. We'll have to see what the judges think. It's like dynamite work, Paul Felder. That's what it, we pay It could for. be a decision. It could also not be a decision. Mm-hmm. It, it was one of those moments where it's like the wall has been painted, but not too much. It looks like it's hard to say exactly, but paint was applied. It's like, Thanks. It's great work. The whole crew just felt comfortable letting this slide. There's no shit given to TJ. Not a single comment about how fucking reckless it is that they put someone in there that under one takedown had their shoulder popped out. You can see Ludwig massage it into place at the corner break. It's because he was so used to putting it back into place. You can see TJ trying to put it back into place because they were so used to coming it out. There are health screens. There are things they check for, including PEDs. It is pertinent in this conversation. How the fuck does someone get in the cage with a shoulder that is not in location and fight in this level for a title? Okay, I have a few takes on this. Number one, incredibly irresponsible. That would be like me looking at you and saying, Kevin, I entered you into a fight. Don't get mad. Oops, should have led with that first. By the way, you're fighting. Oops, but don't be a pussy. It's advanced Nogi. You'll be fine. So, yeah, this is how I feel about these things, Kevin. Somebody put up a joke earlier this week, and I want to make sure I quote it perfectly. But I kid you not, it wrecked me. And I wonder if it'll do the exact same to you. Because the phraseology on this one and a half sentence made me cry laughing because of how simplistic and beautiful it was. But earlier this week, I had someone that I was talking to that I was like, you know, do you guys feel this way? Because I feel like this was the way I felt about the fight. But it said it took Aljo almost 10 minutes to beat a guy with just one arm. Kev, <laughs> the fact 
that when I saw that, I laughed and then went about my day. And middle of the day, go, ah, that's still so uh, funny. They're not wrong. <laughs> so there was a moment where it's like, what's he doing? Is he just yeah. chilling? And he's like, I didn't know his arm was out. It's like, I'm, you better hope you didn't. You're just sitting on him. That's funny. To take him 10 minutes. That's actually the takeaway, by the way. Algerman, I just don't understand how TJ was able to fight. Yeah. It's on poor with the why. And more importantly, I love that Dana goes, yeah, he shouldn't have fought. What a fucking weird fucking thing. They knew. They all knew. I'm not, this isn't a Mark Ruffalo performance. They just knew. The, every single one of them. We were the last to know, including those of us that might have had five, a fiver on him, just as a uh, courtesy nod. One of his shoulders doesn't work. It's, it is really frustrating as a fan at any level of this sport to see that bullshit and think this is real. It just is. You clearly don't put your fighters through any physical exercises and you clearly ignore it when you do. Shoulder didn't work, Raph. Let's get to Chucky Olives. <laughs> oh, no, the real sad one, though. Got arm triangled after he almost got knocked out a few times after he did land at least one good fight, but damn it. Chucky Olives leaving the cage, hugs all of his bleach-colored hair bros, and he's like, come on, come on, come on. And one UFC guard's like, you know you didn't win. You know you didn't win. That's brutal. They stay. And I texted you, it was like, oh, sadness alert. He had just been like, Dana, I've never let you down. Give me another one. Got the shit beat out of him in this fight. Vegas was right on this one. Islam Makachev was able to take him down, control him, and beat him in a pretty Khabib-like performance. Not quite as Khabib-like in the fist hitting. No. That's the one area he's not as mean. He still hits, but he just doesn't have that ability to sky rise on someone in the mount and hurt them. Yeah. Everything else he's got. He's got the control. He's got the wrestling. He's got the head control. It hurts as a jiu-jitsu person when you see it. There were some great moments from Chucky Olives, especially early when he was a little bit more energized to do some, some Granby rolls and some interesting exits to try and throw what you do at a wrestler, which is joint manipulation. That's the whole counter. And he started to make some leg attacks. It's just tough to do, especially with the gloves, especially in that environment. Got his ass kicked. It was depressing. And I did say this and mind you, I've set it up by saying I'm sad about it. This is how I cope. I hope you guys are the same. I did say to a few friends, when he lost, I was really disappointed that everybody who surrounded him for his weight cut holding hands didn't immediately jump in and do the exact same pose to bring him back to life. Now, I recognize that's not a great thing to say, but is it the funny thing to say? I'll let society figure that out. Because guess what, Kevin? Twitter allows comedy again, okay? Yeah, I heard that. Just saying, Twitter didn't exist with a certain form of comedy. Oh, what's that? The N-word is tripping? That's weird. <laughs> anyway, I guess what I'm saying to you guys is this. 
whenever we see something like this, we know that it's a little bit of a dark humor to get through it. But I was legit in a sad mood. And yeah, that's why the guys were bummed. And I didn't know they were bummed for the same reason, because there were just a few things that were odd. I legit thought all of them were pissed at Sean O'Malley. And they weren't happy with him, but they agreed it was a good fight. No, 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 no. Everybody was on the same page on like, damn, I just like Chucky Olives. And I would ask people, I was like, did you think he was going to win? And they go, ah, you know, I just, I wanted him to. We were all in agreement on that. What's next for the Olives? Because I'll tell you what's next for Islam Makachev. He's fighting Volonovsky. And I had the best moment when Volonovsky, if you cut to Volonovsky's face, he's like, payday, bing, pops up, <laughs> smiles ear to ear. He's staring at whoever's near him. He's like, do I go up there? Can I go up there? Can I please? And you could tell they were afraid it might be a situation where it gets bad. But Volkanovsky is a fucking professional assassin. He's the man. He knows what he is. He knows where his fists are worth. It's just dollar signs popping out of it like sonic rings. He walks up like such a gentleman. And you can see Daniel be like, hey, not too close. Not too close. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm here for the future fight. Are you kidding? Ching, 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 ching. Say what you want. No one's going to get in trouble here. Looks at him all nice. It's like nothing but respect. Almost gives him a high five. It was like, oh, you're trying to make drama. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it's scary. That was Volkanovsky's whole thought process. They do a perfectly respectful side by side. And then you see Khabib who just called him out like hug him. Volkanovsky, that is. He'd be like, you're good. Like, let's do this. Nothing but mutual respect. I also can't wait to see that fight. I'm down on that. Do you think we have to do it, though? I think uh, Islam's going to knock the shit out of him. No, we don't have to do it, but it's pretty fun, isn't it? I just, there's something weird about how short he is, and it just, I don't know. He's very I don't tiny. Know. I don't know if that's the fight to make, but I guess it's the fight we're getting. I was, it was as though Khabib pulled it out of his pocket and it had been pre-approved. It really felt like it had Dana's handwriting on it. Call out yeah. Volkanovsky because Volkanovsky knew he popped up like, Hi, <laughs> give me where do I go? What's my camera angle? Loved it. Uh, anything else to call out fight night wise, Raf? Yeah, or I UFC mean, 280, think, excuse me. I think, I think those were the big things. I was very well, you know, it was what it was, Kevin. Let's get to the fact that we have cards tomorrow. Jake Paul and Anderson Silva are going to dance. If you're in the same algorithm I have, I am. You have already seen them doing that Showtime thing where it's like, we're going to dance. And they're dancing. And then Raph has to ruin my whole week. But we'll talk about the thing that came out today. I want to call out Uriah Hall is fighting Le'Veon Bell. Tough 16. Tough 17? Tough 16. Tough 17? Yes. God, now I can't even remember the number. That's great. Bubba's season. I think it was 17. Tough 17 alum, Uriah Hall, who killed Adam Sella and was great, is fighting Le'Veon Bell, who was the Steelers and then Chiefs, briefly, my hometown team's running back. 
and I don't know exactly how to feel about that, but I think Uriah Hall is going to win that fight. We'll see if he does. Those are not the main names on the card. No. What's happening on this weekend? Chris Avila is fighting Dr. Mike. Kidding. He Mm -hmm. is, but that's not the main card. Jake Paul is fighting Anderson fucking Silva. And I was excited. I was like, finally, someone's going to get his comeuppance. It's going to be Jake Paul. Because Anderson Silva's coming at him. And then what happened, ref? Do you want to tell people? A few things. Again? Yeah. Number one. They made another bet because he does this. That Paul brother does like side bets. I guess he doesn't understand that the fight is the bet. You know, like you don't have to put an additional bet or wager. That's the whole point of the fight. But he said, and a lot of people are feeling Anderson Silva. He's currently the underdog. If you're looking at the betting, he is. I didn't make up those things. But he said, Anderson, if you win, then I will give you what you want. And that would be an MMA fight. And Anderson goes, oh, no, you're so smart. No, I retire from MMA. And then he goes, all right, all right, a kickboxing match, a kickboxing fight. That's what we'll do. And Anderson goes, okay, okay. Then he goes, well, if I win then I want you to join with me and create a fighter's union that gets fighter pay for everybody. And everybody who looks at this and thinks to themselves in a logical way, wait, was Anderson going to take a dive? Well, guess what? Now he has all the reason. So when Anderson Silva looks into the camera and does his fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi sacrifice for the greater good, now it has meaning, it has purpose, And yes, Anderson Silva responded to somebody on Twitter who suggested, I believe it's KSI. I don't know what his deal is. Some people call him Kasai. I don't know what that means. But KSI responded to this and said, well, it's almost all but assured now. Anderson Silva will take a dive. And Anderson Silva said on Twitter, young man, why so much hate? We need you and Jake and to be positive with love. I love you guys. And I thought to myself, not good enough, Anderson. Not good enough. (laughs) You will, if you do lose, which all of us are scared and will hate it in our souls. If you have to help create a fighter's union, which I think a lot of people are under that wild And that guise of thinking, oh, that's good for the sport. When in actuality, it feels nothing more than just a PR publicity stunt. Because that's all these things are. Stunt to stunt to stunt. There are giant robots again. The problem child bots or whatever they're called. They've also got a pose off where they literally squatted like cholos at each other at the end of the day during their (laughs) shenanigans. Kev, there's so much nonsense involved to the point where even Anderson Silva, and this is probably the original thing that you were referring to that I sent you, was Anderson Silva admitted earlier this week. Yeah, he might have gotten knocked out a few times, and it turns out that's the one that scares me. And it turns out that's from an interview he gave over a month ago and later retracted those thoughts and said, like, no, I misspoke, even though he's lived in the United States for long enough 
that 10 years ago, Chael Sonnen made the joke, he knows enough English. What are you guys talking about? He doesn't understand English. But when he walked them back, he did it with the seriousness of saying, no, 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 you guys don't understand. No, I don't. I mean, it's a different language. To the point where the Arizona State Athletic Commission had to step in and have a private meeting the other night to discuss the possibility of, are we going to sanction this? And when the checks cleared, they said, yeah, okay, we're good with this. Well, they That's checked, the information that they I checked it with the same thoroughness. They checked TJ Dillashaw's shoulder. Same idea. Anderson Silva, Jake Paul tomorrow night. It is $60. This has been one of the biggest weird hype up fights. And I say that to call out what Raf has already underlined. It's not hostile, but it's weird. It's a little off, has too much niceness, in my opinion. We will see tomorrow night what happens. But I have a very strong feeling, and I think I'll be betting that Jake Paul wins via knockout. I don't like seeing the, I got knocked out 20 times. Wait, no, I didn't. Well, two times. uh, He's had two times. But why would you say, like, in what circumstance? He goes, oh, I'm joking. Not the joke to make. And then, better yet, when they were saying that the Arizona State Commission's response to all of this was, oh, Anderson passed with flying colors. You know who else kind of had that phraseology? A former president who was not in great shape, but said that his doctors told him he was tremendous, in the best shape, tip-top, physical shape, passed with flying colors, no big deal, no problem. Am I fat? Who's to say? (laughs) Like, he's going to return back Nixon? to Twitter, isn't he? No. <laughs> I just realized that now. Yeah, absolutely Fuck. he is. Yeah, he's at uh, back. Trump will be there in seconds. Uh, so excited. But we'll see if uh, Twitter makes it. I'm worried. I don't feel like it is. I feel like within weeks, it's going to be like, Twitter's headed to the moon. Well, well, no, it's not. They're going to go <laughs> next week. They go. Uh, Twitter has announced that in addition to their new offering, Spaces, where you can conduct audio versions of discussions with your friends they're now adding safe spaces which is uh-oh i don't like these slurs eh, i need my safe space kev things are getting weird i don't like the fact that this fight is happening at all i've been against it i've hated people who've said that it's the fight to make it's a farce i don't expect it to be good and if it is good fuck off it shouldn't happen we shouldn't have to subject old retirees to go get beaten up by a dumb YouTuber and still give it the sanction, still give it the attention, still give it any of this shit. Because every time people say the following phrase, you know, you got to give it to him. I mean, he's, a, he's a boxer. <sighs> no. But you know what the other part of that is? He doesn't have to be. You guys keep buying it. Stop (laughs) buying it. I think that'll do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and don't buy it. Don't do it. I might. Legally stream it. I didn't need to tell you. Sorry, I've been watching Ted Lasso. Fuck off.
The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...